Well, we're <clears throat> continuing today in our sermon series on the fruits of the Spirit, and we have uh, looked at love, joy, and peace, and now on the upper left hand, you'll see a patience, and it is a lemon. The first three are powerful themes, love, joy, peace. Patience seems kind of anemic. How do we talk about patience? How am I going to approach this? <laughs> Pastor George, let me, while you're thinking of what you're going to preach on Wait, right are, now in the are pulpit. You, are you taking over? Yeah, okay. I don't think that you're security, prepared security. enough. Security, okay. Um, but I do have a game that I wanted to pray, play with some of the kids while you're thinking on your sermon. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Can I use the communion table for a game? People have different feelings. It's okay to say no, but I'm going to do it anyway. But you can have feelings about that. Okay. I need some kids. Naya, come on up here. I have a gift card for Roblox. And I told... Oh, Alex, come up here, Alex. I have a gift card for Fortnite. And both of you told me, okay, Alex, I want you to stand right here. Right here. Okay. And Naya, I want you to stand. This is your basket, Alex. I want you to stand over there at the end of the steps. Now you're both equal distance. This is your basket. You have, let me perch up here so that I can actually see what you guys are doing. Get a good bird's eye view. Okay, all you have to do is get um, as many ping pongs in the basket as possible. And then the first person, you throw all six. If all six go in up for both of you, it's the first person who finishes first who wins the gift card. Is that understood? Understood? Okay, on your mark, get set. How are you feeling right now? Huh? Naya? You're fine? You? You're fine? Okay, ready? On your mark, get set. Yes? What was that, Alex? When you are waiting for something to happen, how, how are you doing? How are you at that? Are you good at that, Naya? Waiting for something to happen? Yeah. Alex, are you good at that? Oh, I did ask Alex, and his dad answered. Mm, 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 mm. You know, I was kind of waiting around because you know I have these gift cards right in my hand right here can you almost feel them hmm and I was waiting for somebody to jump the gun and if you jump the gun you would have lost the game so I am very very proud of your um, your restraint but when you are impatient for someone something just tell me how do you feel inside when you're impatient for something how do you feel inside, Naya? You feel good when you're impatient for something to happen? You feel good on the inside? Okay, we've got to learn from her. How about you, Alex? 
Annoyed? What else? What else, people? Impatience. Restless. I can't hear in the back. Irritated. Right. You feel it in your body, don't you? When you are called upon to be patient, you feel it in your body. How do you feel about the person who's holding something back from you that you should be earning right now? How do you, huh? Angry. Yes? Angry? Anxious? Yes. Okay. Well, good. Today we're going to talk about patience. And so you guys, you've told us all about it right now. Go. All right, that's enough. Hold on, they got to play the game. Go, 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 go. Keep going. All, all six, hurry, all six. No, uh, 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 go. Three, you, the time oh. is going to run out. Time is running out. Go, 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 go. No, just the six. Naya, finish the. I think that's six throws, right? Okay, that's it because you picked up two balls. Okay, let me just see. Two. To two. Oh, both of you get cards. Oh. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'll give you your cards on Friday at youth group. Okay. I just want you to see that. That's your card. I'll give it to you. You won't be here? No. You may have to wait until next time I see you next Sunday. I'll give you your card next Sunday, okay? Wait for it, okay? Sunday? Patience, patience, patience. Show us the way. A little child shall lead you. Now let me, let me tell you, let me tell you how much patience that took on my part. <laughs> the scripture passage we've been studying to find these fruits of the Spirit is found in Galatians chapter 1, verses 22 to 23. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, the word translated patience and our uh, text today is translated in the King James Version by what word? Nope. Long-suffering. Long now, modern versions don't use that word because in our daily life we don't use it. I don't use it except to my wife once in a while. <laughs> that long-suffering is a really interesting word. And it does get to some of the root meaning of the Greek word behind it. So here's your Greek lesson today. The word is makrothumia. Makrothumia. Now that's your word for the day. And this word is made up of two parts, the macro and the thumia. Now macro is the opposite of micro. Micro is tiny, macro is big. And so I think a good modern English equivalent is to the max. Whatever you're doing, it's to the max. Well, what is it that's to the max? It's thumia. Well, what is thumia? 
Well, that's an interesting thing because the word thumia is a positive word originally. It's a word about your life force, your what, what you get passionate about. It's a word about feeling and drive and, and that thing that is really you. I mean, what is it you really get excited about? conversation you hear that word and you get excited about it that's what to me it starts out to be but if it's not expressed properly it turns into anger explosive anger so the macro part of it is not that we have a super amount of feelings but it's that we have a super amount of effort into holding down the feelings it's it's the feelings are pent up to the max. And uh, that is the, the quality that's described here as passionate. It, so passionate is, is or rather passionate. Um, patience is not an, an anemic word. It's a strong word. It, it, patience, if it, it can be with this force within, it can become negative if, if we express it too angrily, it can become anger with a vengeance. Or if we suppress it and control it, it can become positive. It can, in fact, become Christ-like character. And that's what we're talking about today. It's that kind of patience. There is another Greek word for patience, but this one has that really powerful meaning behind it. These people uh, were standing there uh, ready to throw. I think they were holding their breath a little bit. Um, and uh, we get into situations where we hold our breath. And uh, sometimes it's very hard to hold our breath. And sometimes we hold it uh, in, in anger. And you can see that we're seething. And sometimes uh, we, uh, that doesn't look very angry. Let's see how, how this one looks. Yeah, that's it. That's more like it. Or, or this. So, okay, they're all girls, did you notice? So here are some New Testament scriptures that get to the meaning behind macrothumia. These are all very interesting. They have one thing in common, and I'll explain it to you in a moment. First, Ephesians 4, 1 to 3. Paul writing, I therefore the prisoner in the Lord. It's a very interesting phrase. It actually says prisoner in the Lord. Beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called, and with all humility and gentleness, with Macrothumia, bearing with one another in love. Now notice that. This is not patience with circumstances. It's patience with other people. Bearing with one another in love, to one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Every one of the scriptures I'm going to read to you has this in common, that the patience that's being described, the long-suffering, if you will, is toward other people. 
It's putting up with things like what Connie did to those poor, abused young people. This has to do with patience in interpersonal relationships. Paul was a prisoner. It said he, uh, Paul, a prisoner in the Lord. He was in prison at that time. But I think he had a double meaning in this. That, that the prison was like having to hold back when you had things to say. And when he shares with other people, he says, mm, sometimes it feels like prison. Not to express everything. Steve, we didn't coordinate today, but Steve talked about the one time Jesus lost it in, in the New Testament when he got angry and turned over the tables and started whipping people. And, but that's the only time in the New Testament. Most of the time, his reaction is characterized by patience, the turning the other cheek, allowing people to go to the, take him to the cross and, and uh, um, chastising Peter when he lashes out at others. It's that macrothemia that characterized Jesus. In Romans chapter two, verse three, do you imagine, whoever you are, that when you judge, again, it's about other people, that when you judge those who do such things, and yet you do them yourself, you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you despise the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience that God has toward you. Do you not realize that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? So your kindness to others is powerful, more powerful than if you expressed your really strong feelings. Colossians chapter three, verse 11. In that renewal, there is no longer Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, Barbarian, Scythian, enslaved and free, but Christ is all in all. Now when in the church all of these different cultures are being brought together, all of these different kinds of people, uh, uh, Christians uh, were Greeks and were Jews and were Scythians and were barbarians, were circumcised and uncircumcised, all of these uh, entered into the body of Christ, enslaved and free. And then he says, uh, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and makrothumia. Bear with one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must forgive. That's not what I want to do. I want to punch the guy. No, no. Use Use your resistance to the max. Hold back. 1 Timothy 1, verse 15. The saying is sure and worthy of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. But for that very reason, I received mercy, so that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display the utmost patience See, he's at work in that situation, helping Paul to withhold, to, to, to hold back the intense feelings that he had as a very observant Jew on putting up with the new Gentiles that were coming into the fellowship. And I, that I might be an example 
to those who would come to believe in him for eternal life. And then in 2 Timothy, the final passage, I'll share with you verse chapter 4, verse 2. Proclaim the message, be persistent, whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. unfavorable. Convince, rebuke, and encourage. Now those are all in relation to others. They're not passive, they're active. Sometimes you have to convince, rebuke, encourage, but do so with the utmost patience. Oh man, I gotta confront somebody, but I still have to keep the bridle on. I've gotta keep it all under control if it's going to be good. And uh, patience, therefore, the kind we're talking about here, is anything but passive. It's not just giving up and letting people roll over you. My thumia, the drive in me, is boiling. But with God's help, I'm keeping the lid on. Just like a pressure cooker. Pressure cooker, you see I'm an expert on this stuff because I read on Google. <laughs> a pressure cooker is a sealed chamber that traps the steam generated as its contents are heated. Therefore, as the steam builds up, the pressure increases and water boils at a higher rate. Therefore, the water can become hotter without turning into steam. Now, the pressure cooker, therefore, cooks faster, but it also has the ability to bring out some flavors that are unique. And that seems to be part of the genius of the pressure cooker. But there are explosions. There are times when people let the pressure cook, the valve doesn't work right. That little valve is supposed to keep it under control, you know, you let a little out. But it can't explode. But if you leave it in there too long and let it cook and cook, it turns into mush. But it's got to be just right. I'm reading about all of this. <laughs> Wonderful flavor. And how do you know when it's just right? Yeah, follow the recipe. And the Lord is the one who gives us the recipe and tells us when the time is right, when the control is needed, how much pressure can build up. The spirited force in us is a good thing. It animates us. It makes us passionate. This really, really matters, and that's how uh, God works. It's worth fighting for the thing that's inside of you. But if it's not expressed, and then it boils up, it yields to frustration and anger, and you're a force, but whether you become a force for good or not depends on how you control the passion the Lord has put into you. The other person's a force as well, see? So if you allow your force to bully the other person, then uh, you're doing a disservice to everyone. On February 1st, 1960, a movement began that we know as the sit-in movement. Now, there were sit-ins before, but in Greensboro, North Carolina, four young men sat at a Woolsworth uh, soda fountain. Uh, we don't even know what those things are now. But 
they were important gathering places. And they, in that part of the world, had signs that said whites only. And these four college students sat there and it began a movement which over the next months and two years or so uh, turned into a national movement. And all over the country, people were following and sitting in. Sometimes led to this kind of bullying and people sat there and took it and wanted to fight back, but they sat there and took it. On July 25th, Woolworths uh, changed their policy very quietly and uh, they integrated that particular soda fountain with four of their black women employees and then they never turned back. And then the day came when you could sit with all your friends because those first guys had patience, had a long suffering, had pressure cooker kind of patience. And I believe my observation from the outside is that people who really went through the civil rights journey of those days and even people who are involved in confrontations now on behalf of increasing civil rights in our society their characters changed by that experience. They themselves, they become people with a different flavor because the Lord has cooked that in them just right. Wait up. Let's put up that first slide again about the fruits. Yeah, what was patience? A lemon. God took the lemon of long-suffering and made lemonade for all of us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the great examples. Thank you for the prime example as Jesus took it all for us. Help us to use that spirit that you put in us in a controlled way for the good of those around us, those we live with, those we work with, those on the street. May we be patient in the best sense of the word by your grace. We ask in Jesus' name, amen.